Hey, Ella, good afternoon. Hi, Hi Terrence. Welcome back. I know. Spring break was really fun. I love spring break. But it is really good to see you and to see your face and find out where you are today because things have definitely changed. I'm glad to see you're not in the tunnel. Yeah, I'm going to talk about where I am a little later. Um, I am on set today somewhere. <laughs> you're on set. It's going to be super exciting. I am. And I, I was just telling the people around me earlier how exciting it is just to be able to welcome someone with a hug and a kiss because, you know, we, we haven't been able to do that for so long. What's that like? Uh, you, you know, know it, it, not, I don't know. You know what? I gave the, the our guest that's coming on in a, in a few, I gave her the opportunity to make the first move. So when I walked through the door, I sort of stood there and, and waited to see if she was going to extend her hand or a hug or a kiss. And she extended a hug and a kiss. And I embraced it. I totally welcomed <laughs> it. <laughs> I like, so, so you were so receptive to it. Okay, so now you're in her house and you were receptive to it. Yes. We're in her studio. Yes, very, very receptive to it, and I, I embrace it. It felt weird, though. It just felt weird to be in someone else's arm for a quick second. But well, I know, welcome I think that's an interesting thing. Like, how are we going to look back at the days of COVID? For sure, are we going to think about it as Blur's Day? Like, what day of the week it was? One thing for sure we're going to know is that it's it was definitely transformational. I really do think it's going to be a blur. We're going to be hugging people. This is going to be the greatest New Year's Eve party coming up for 2022. We're going to have a great reunion, which leads us to today's show and the theme of today's show. So why don't I just get started over here? Yeah, um, that's I want right to welcome everyone. Welcome, everyone. We are Looking Good with Daniela and Tea Coffee, a lifestyle and fashion talk show featuring creative creatives and entrepreneurs who do it all despite it all. I'm Daniela Platt. And I'm Terrence Coffee, and we are creative connoisseurs who look forward to sharing our voices from inside the business along with others in our creative fashion and lifestyle world. We're so excited to be back because creativity is all heart. And this show is here to inspire the inner you. Perhaps you guys have seen it. We have an article in this month's Fashion Manuscript. It's about this show. You can catch it on the Fashion Manuscripts website. It just talks about all the inspiring people we've had on the show from Resort Collection, their their support of the Barstool Fund. We had Rana and Adrian who answered the mayor's call to pivot immediately and create masks. We've had the Love Your Body, Karen uh, Karen Michelle on talking about how she's supporting artists for trauma. We've really had incredible stories on this show and you guys can check out the article about our show. It's in the fashion manuscript this month. It's really these stories about people who do it all despite it all. We love them and that is what we're here to share with you. And to Daniela's point, today's theme is fashion, fragrance, and friends. And we have, we've missed all of you and we're so excited mm-hmm. to be back with you. And this show is about reuniting and make sure you follow us at looking good yaya ya on instagram or myself terrence coffee on linkedin um we have some contests that we're going to get into a little bit later and again welcome to the eighth show mm-hmm. our eighth show yeah so our eighth show so just a little bit about me i'm Danielle platt as we already mentioned i'm a creative producer and business development strategist who founded looking good yeah yeah communications yeah, by the way, means you as you are. You're looking good. You as you are. The premise of my life's work and mission. Um, I want for everybody to take their art and their heart, their message into the world. And I've been doing this for two decades for fashion magazines and advertising agencies. I even wrote the book about it. And I'm giving away the book as an ebook for free. It's at daniellaplatt.com. So if anybody is interested in taking their art, their heart, their message, learning three ways anybody can have a product, fashion line, and sell like crazy, go get the ebook for free. It's at daniellaplatt.com. I love hearing your stories. It, my, my, more than hearing your stories, my favorite thing is sharing it, which is what makes this platform, this show, so unique. We are broadcast to millions of people. Super Terrence, exciting. Super exciting, Daniela. And I'm Terrence. I'm an, an event connoisseur where I plan, I plan events from your weddings to your birthday parties to your anniversaries to fashion shows to a 
product launch and two, we got a fragrance launch. Look, look back there. And we're going to yeah, get Terrence, into that. Tell us where that, you are. That, that leads me to talking about where I am. I am on set here at the House of Fragrances with Sue Phillips. And I'm going to get into who she is shortly. Uh, super excited to be here. And, and um, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Daniela. And we're going to talk about, talk about where I am and meet Sue right after this. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to meet Sue. Hi, Sue. And we're back. Um, Hi, how are you? So I'm right here at the House of Fragrances um, with my friend Sue. Hi there. Sue and I go way back. Uh, we, Sue was my neighbor. She was teaching uh, fragrances right next door to me at one of the fashion colleges here in New York City. Um, she's been called the scent whisperer. Sue is internationally known as a self-proclaimed entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. And known for signature scents for Burberry, Tiffany, fragrance bars for fragrance lovers. And today she is here to share about the miracles in what she calls the scent healing journey. How she has been teaching people suffering from COVID-19 loss of smell with their brains. And also she has this amazing book. I want you to check out this book put it to the camera so you can see it. It's called The Power of the Perfume. And um, I want to just read you something off of the back of the book. It says, a true entrepreneur, Sue crafted a fun, educational, informative, and interactive event. And my team and I love the experience and the fragrance we created. Highly recommend it. That was from Kevin Harrington, the original shark on Shark Tank. And so I'm going to let Sue just talk a little bit about who she is. Well, I'm so happy to be here, Daniela and Terence. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, your title of the podcast is uh, Looking Good, and I always like to add and smelling good too, because if you can look good <laughs> and you have your own fragrance that you absolutely love that reflects who you are, you really will look good and you'll feel good. So, um, you know, also with looking and feeling, our most our strongest sense is our sense of sight, but our most powerful is our sense of smell because our sense of smell connects to memory and emotions and taste and smell. So uh, think about how powerful our sense of mm -hmm. smell is. And um, if, I just would like to say that, you know, we are from the second we're born, we smell automatically. We recognize our mothers from our olfactory sense. And nobody ever teaches us how to smell. You know, we're taught how to write and to speak and to look and where we're going. But nobody teaches us how to smell. And so when you lose your sense of smell, it's pretty devastating. So I've become the scent whisperer because mm -hmm. I'm actually helping people who have uh, had COVID and who've lost their sense of smell. I'm trying to help them regain it. Cool. That is an absolute miracle. That is so such a remarkable story. And it's so true. I, I always think I was just immediately thinking of the modern family episode where Ed O'Neill has his his face is buried in the cooking recipes, cooking recipes for his mother. It's just it takes him back to his youth. And I feel that way all the time. We walk down the street and we have scents and smells and it takes us to different places. It's really true. So Daniela, can you I want to circle back and just give it back to you so you can talk about who our other guest is, and then we're going to get into conversations with Sue. I will. That is a really good idea. So we have Sue with us, as you guys have, as you guys know. I also want to introduce our other guests today. Meet nurse-turned-fashion designer Alex Reinworld-Jones Ryan of the Source Apparel. She's here alongside Maria, who's known as Mo. So Maria Grosinger of LA Apparel Sources, 
Maria is a LA manufacturing inner circle expert and producer behind the scenes of many brands that you know. Today, you're going to hear her magical story about how Mo links, linked arms with Alexis, how Alexis pivoted from her day-to-day job of being a nurse to creating her dream fashion design collection. Mo specializes in what she calls do it with you to do it for you, full-service apparel manufacturing services. The Source Apparel was born out of Alexis's personal values of feminism, caring for the earth, and body positivity, and justice for all people. Thank you so much. And we will get to talk about your story yes. after we watch a little clip from Sue. I'm very excited that I have finally written my book, The Power of Perfume, and how to choose it and how to wear it and how to enjoy it. And it's my homage, if you will, to the last 40 years of my career. It's really a compilation of all the articles I've written, presentations and the appearances and the speaking engagements I've done. And Sue Phillips helped launch fragrances for Tiffany and Burberry. So if you'd have told me growing up in South Africa that I would one day be working and creating and developing a fragrance for the renowned iconic brand Tiffany, I would have said, you're crazy. There is still a magic and a mystery about fragrance that a lot of people really don't know. And I hope people will love it and they'll read it and they'll enjoy it and they'll want to learn more about fragrance. And we're back. So let's let's get into this here at the House of Fragrances with Sue. Just a little bit about Sue. Sue Phillips is on a mission to create magical fragrance experiences, drop by drop. Can I turn around and just show yes. you? When I say drop by drop, drop by drop, this is amber. When I tell you this is some of the best stuff in the world. Sue is an internationally renowned fragrance expert and self-proclaimed entrepreneur and founded her company, Centerprises. Inc., where she creates custom fragrance events and bespoke perfumes for fragrance lovers and conducts corporate training experiences, fragrance bars, and for Fortune 500 companies. Sue has also worked with many brands, which you all know from Elizabeth Arden, one of the older ones, to Lancome, and became the vice president for Tiffany & Co. And spearheaded development and creation of the first Tiffany perfume. You never shared that with me. Oh, I didn't. That's amazing. And then launched Society for Burberry and one of my favorite Burberry for Men Mm -hmm. um, fragrances. And Sue also developed original three Trish uh, McVoy fragrances as well as brands for Avon and Lancaster and Diane von Furstenberg. Now, Sue has also created Centerprises in 1990 to share her passion and knowledge of fragrance. And, you know, fragrance is a speaker um, and oh, this, her book is a, she's a speaker and an author of her book, which we just saw in the previous video, The Power of the Perfume, how to choose it, wear it, and actually enjoy it. So with Sue's passions, and expertise, you are guaranteed an innovative, interactive, and original fragrance and experience every time you are with her. So let's jump into this. You forgot about educational and entertaining. Educational (laughs) and and that's how we met. Entertaining and educational. (laughs) And she's also, you know, she she was teaching next door teaching fragrances right next door to me at LIM College. And that's when I met her. And I was like, who is this amazing lady who's coming down the hallway with all these bottles? Uh, The first time I saw her coming into her classroom to teach students about these amazing scents that you can see right right behind me here. That's funny. You could smell her first before you even see her. Right. So we have a clip that we want to show. We just showed it. Yeah. So we just we showed that previously. That's correct. So let's get into the conversation about it. So let's start with you, Sue. Where are you from? How did you get started in this business from Tiffany's, Burberry's, and then 
Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, I'm from the South. I am too. The very deep South. I'm more South than you. How South? I'm from South Africa. Yes, you are. <laughs> but I'm now an American longer than I'm a South African. I've been here for so many years, and I uh, fell in love with America okay. and came to America originally to be an actress. And um, they told me that there are thousands of out-of-work actresses and we don't need another one. But because I could stand up in front of people and speak and perform, uh, I was able to actually get a position at Elizabeth Arden wow. as National Training Director for Fragrance. And I had to learn about Fragrance on the job. And they said to me, go to Macy's and you'll learn that stay there for three months and get your orientation of how to talk to customers, group customers, inspire them with fragrance. So I really learned about fragrance on the job. Mm -hmm. That's a long time ago. Wow. So that's that's great. I got my Chinese too in this industry. Tell us a little bit about Atelier. So um, after I, I, I was at Elizabeth Arden and then I went to Lancome and then Tiffany. And mm -hmm. then I started my own business after I left Tiffany when I had my daughter. And I, um, I called it... Uh, Centurion. I had a beautiful perfume studio down in Tribeca, New York, and it was lovely. And I had celebrities come in, Jamie Foxx, Katie Holmes, Zendaya, so many celebrities, as well as corporate events. And in 2008, of course, the economy changed, and so I had to rethink things. And that was when I started thinking about custom fragrances. And it was wonderful being downtown. Uh, in Tribeca. And then last year, because of the COVID, uh, they were going to close the building. So I had to find mm. another location. So I'm here on the Upper East Side, this beautiful boutique, Vanessa Noel Boutique. And I have my pop-up studio, my boutique. And it's amazing there, in here. And it's got a lovely vibe and it's charming and it's great energy. Great energy. Mm -hmm. And so this is what I do. I meet people here and basically take them on a fragrance journey and help them create their own signature scent. Because you know what, Sue? Most of us don't know much about the world of fragrance. Right. So how do you come up with your big fragrances and know that, that they are right for that specific customer? Because I know you were showing me different scents earlier, and she gave me, let's say, 18 different scents. And out of those 18, I liked every one of them but one. <laughs> the one that yeah, tell us about that, because I know very little about fragrance. How do you figure it out? So... You know, having studied fragrance and having been in this fragrance industry for so long, there are certain fragrance families that just like in art, you have three primary colors. Mm -hmm. In music, you have your eight notes as an octave. Well, in fragrance, you have your eight families, citrus, floral, woodsy, spicy, musk, mm -hmm. herbaceous, animalic, and cheaper. And a lot of people don't know what goes into a fragrance. So they smell a fragrance. They say, oh, I, I like it all. I love the beginning. I'm not sure about the middle. I don't like the end. And so what I do is I, I really help people, and I take them on a fragrance journey. And I show them from light to dark, the slight like citrusy that. fragrances, mm -hmm. like the ones you first, the citrus, the green, the ozonic, fruity. And then we go to the medium or the middle notes, which are usually the florals and some spicy notes. And then we go to the robust, deep and darker and chanted ones. And so people then can actually decide which ones they like and select one, two, three, or four, and they combine them. And actually, if we just if you just pass those blotter strips here, I bet you you'll be able to tell which ones you like. So pass them over to me. Can you do that? <laughs> so um, Terence tried all of these, and you told me you loved every one of them except one. And the one that he didn't like was Listen actually, believe it or not, it was a fragrance, a blend um, called aldehydic. Now, for fragrance lovers, they'll know that aldehydic is a made-up name from two words, al from alcohol and dehydrogenated carbon oil. And aldehydic was the molecule, man-made molecule, that was formulated to create with other fragrances like rose, jasmine, ylang, ylang, and myrrh, Chanel Number no. 5 fragrance. And aldehydic is very powdery. It's very floral. And he said to me, what did you say? It reminded you of your? I was like, no. You said your grandfather. Yeah, so it reminded me of yeah, like something my grandfather would wear. So certain fragrances will definitely trigger memories. And aldehyde 
Olympic is a very, very uh, kind of a note mm -hmm. that was used in the Chanel Number no. Five, and Chanel Number no. Five is a hundred years old. Wow! So that was the fragrance that people in that time wore, and that's why we think it's a little old-fashioned. But if you put aldehydic, I did use the word old-fashioned. Yes, I just think it's if very... you use the aldehydic, say with one of these lovely bright uh, citrus notes or green or more zesty, you can actually try. So, so. actually see the different names. So those are. I don't know if they can see. Them. I don't know if you can see them, but we use blotter strips to actually evaluate fragrances because if you put it on your skin, you can eventually run out of room, and also your body chemistry might change the fragrance. So we use blotter strips to make it very neutral so that what you're smelling is the actual fragrance, not mixed with anybody's body chemistry. And then that gives you the idea of how to decide which ones you want and which fragrance reflects who you are. So many, many fragrances have top notes, middle notes, and base notes. And truthfully, a lot of people don't know what goes in. You might love the top, not so much the middle, and maybe love the base, or you might... Love, you know, love the base, but not the top of the middle. So there's a whole sort of variation and the time um, element with fragrance. You have to let the fragrance wear and wear it on your on your body. But some people don't have time for that, and so they'll wear a fragrance and they'll realize as it's drying down, they might not like it, and they'll be disappointed. Or they'll love the whole thing immediately, and that becomes their fragrance. Wow, love that. So Sue, can you? You for sharing that. So can you, and educating our audience, can you share with us an aha moment of what's been happening lately? You're being called a scent whisperer. And I know that I've been reading, because I've been reading, you're in the press all over the world. We are so happy, we're so happy that we're able to have you on our show. You will be going on GMA, which better known as Good Morning America, and next month. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about happening with you right now <clears throat> well because you're saving you're saving so many lives and 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 this from COVID, after healing people healing people after covid you know i, I feel so grateful and so happy and excited and, and kind of humbled in a way because i'm helping people who've actually lost their sense of smell through covid and i'm not a doctor and i'm not a scientist but what happened how this whole thing happened is um, NBC wanted to profile my book and they asked to come in and do an interview with me. And before the interview, they said, you know, Sue, do you think you can do something with people who've lost their sense of smell and taste? I said, well, I don't know, but we'll see. And they brought somebody in who was called a long hauler. That means somebody who hasn't mm -hmm. been able to smell mm -hmm. for 13 months. Gosh. And they and I showed her the fragrances. Like I showed you today, I went through the blends and as she was going through them by the third or the fourth or the fifth or the sixth, she was getting sort of more and more used to smelling. And suddenly she had this incredible breakthrough. It was her eyes lit up. She got very emotional and she said, oh, I can smell and I'm smelling something and I'm smelling something beautiful. Well, wow. she, smelled, she teared up. I teared up. The cameraman teared up. And. That was an amazing uh, moment and was so authentic. And then uh, that was aired. And the next day, Inside Edition saw it, the New York Post saw it, Power, People Magazine, Reuters. So it's been amazing. And through her and through doing this, I've had so many people contact me to say, I've lost my sense of smell and taste. Can you help me? So I meet people here. And if I can't meet them here, if they're not in New York or they're someplace else, we do Zoom sense sessions. And I call it a Zoom a scent healing session and we actually have made a little scent kit with all the blends that we ship out to the people so i i do a consultation with them via zoom i love this and this, I love is, this. this is great because we're she's, this is an amazing story she's getting she's helping people get their lives back this is an incredible yeah. story sue have you <laughs> seen one particular scent really spike as a trend or is it just everybody reacts differently that's the amazing thing. Everybody reacts differently. We have we had a young boy from Chicago who flew in with his father mm -hmm. on a Friday night. They came Saturday morning, eight o'clock, and this young boy hadn't been able to smell. And his name was Sahil. Well, when Sahil got to the sixth or seventh, 
blend and he was able to smell he had a reaction his father was so emotional he called his mother his wife in chicago and said you won't believe this and it was incredibly palpable um there's no rhyme or reason for what people can smell or what mm-hmm. they can't smell and there's no there's no rhyme or reason where covid hits what age group so i've had I've had men and women i've had um uh older younger and what has happened is through this terrible terrible situation of covid it has actually accelerated awareness of mm. our sense of smell and people realize now that how important it is and how powerful it is because if you can if you can't smell you can't taste and right. so life's the, the pleasures are connected life's yes. pleasures go bye bye wow so what you're doing is teaching people how to smell with their brains and the reason i say that is because from the second we're born we smell automatically and nobody teaches us so when they sit here and i take them on this journey i want them to concentrate and really smell with their brain mm-hmm. and it seems to have some kind of a connection so the brain is sending a signal so once you put this up to your nostril so your olfactory bulb is right here between the eyes mm-hmm. so as you smell the frequencies and the vibrations are, go up to the olfactory bulb. I can tell. Uh, go up to the limbic system. If you focus on this. And as you smell, you start to think about what does it remind you of? Do you see colors? Does it make you see a memory? Do you actually smell it? Do you like it? And so that is the power of the connection between the olfactory system and the, the olfactory bulb and the limbic system. Wow. That's, fant- that's fantastic. Congratulations, Sue. That's you know, everybody is looking to create some type of legacy with their life and your works. You've continuously reinvented yourself, but this is something that's completely unexpected and marvelous. Yes. So congratulations for figuring Thank that you. out. Thank you. And Sue, you also have a multifaceted faceted business. And tell us more about it and and sprinkle in some wisdom for those creatives and <laughs> entrepreneurs out there who are, are, are listening on how you do it all. Well, I will tell you honestly that my entire life journey in America has been serendipity. I haven't mm-hmm. planned anything. It's just happened. I came to America to be an actress. That didn't happen. I landed up in the cosmetic industry. I didn't plan that. Um, I created fragrances for Tiffany. I certainly didn't plan that. If you'd have told me growing up in South Africa that I would be vice president of marketing for Tiffany and create fragrances, I'd say you're crazy. <laughs> then I started my own business because after the, you know, when I left, mm-hmm. my, when I had left Tiffany to have my daughter, I said, okay, what do I do? I become an entre- entrepreneur, and so that's where Centerprises came in. So I created mm-hmm. for Burberry and Trish McAvoy and Avon and. Um, and then when 2008 happened, I had to reinvent myself again, and I did the custom fragrances. So as an entrepreneur, and I'd like to say as a entrepreneur, Entrepreneur, I have, like that. You have to be able to really pivot. <laughs> and, you know, to to see how things are going to emerge, when, when you see a trend or you see something that appeals to you, I really feel that you have to go for it. Um, I, I concur. You know, I used to tell my students at FIT. Go and for it, okay. I said, go for it, number one. I said, number two, always be passionate about what you want to do. Right you know, here, internally. If, if your mother and father say, I want you to be a doctor or a lawyer or something, and that's not your passion, uh, I, I would say, and your parents will kill me, but find what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. And you. Also, I also have some words of wisdom. Never give up. I mm. never give up. In fact, I have a T-shirt. Really? Yes. I have to tell a story. Some people came to meet with me downtown in Tribeca. I was mm-hmm. doing a women's group. They had these fabulous T-shirts on, and they mm-hmm. had all these wonderful sort of inspirational sayings. So I'm doing my presentation. I said, ladies, wait a minute. What's going on with all these wonderful affirmational T-shirts? She said, Sue, we are from the YES ministry, the Y-E-S. Oh, okay, I never I like that. that. She okay. said, do you I like, like it? Too. I said, I love it. She said, would you like a T-shirt? I said, I'd love one. She said, what would you like? Of course, I said, black. With gold. Of course, New York. So guess what? And she said, what would you like on it? I said, never give up. Well, in the middle of two weeks later comes this beautiful black, gorgeous quality T-shirt with a gold writing. And what does it say? Don't give up. Like that. So I called That's her. That's awesome. I, said, I love that. Everybody should. I said, 
I love the shirt. Thank you so much. But it says, don't give up, not never give up. She says, don't worry. I'll send it to you. So now I have never give up, don't give don't up. Give up. Give up. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's super. Follow your passion, never give mm -hmm. up and go for it. Love that. I love that's, that's really great wisdom. And I couldn't agree with that more. And I, I, I have my own merch collection too, where I, it's all about empowerment, you know, play big, stop playing small. Right. You are a miracle. Can we talk about your quiz? Can we talk about yes. it? About yes. This for so, okay. So I took your quiz and I will just mention two of my favorite scents of all time have been Tiffany's and Burberry. And oh, they boring. must have a recurring unique theme to them. And I now understand that it's from you. I would not know that until, until meeting you. Um, but there must be a theme because those are definitely two of my favorite perfumes of all times. So I did take your quiz and we have a video which we can run in a second. I just kind of want to understand and let's run the video and then you can explain how this. Great. Okay. Yeah, let's watch this, let's watch this video. I give people the scent quiz. It's a really interesting way for them to discover a little bit about their personality. We have 12 questions and it's just a lifestyle questionnaire. You know, what colors do you like? What kind of foods do you like? What kind of temperatures and seasons do you like? And so the answers that they come up with have been tabulated to coordinate to different fragrance families. So the four main families, your fresh, your floral, your woodsy, your spicy, correlate to the questions and the results from the quiz. So I like to say it's interactive, fun, educational, entertaining experience and they can do this at home on their own or you know with friends or family and have a product that really ultimately reflects who they are i am so in love with this fragrance it's the only thing i wear i absolutely adore and love it because it smells like me delicious and cute i took the quiz it was, that was wonderful. I took the quiz and I, you know, selected my favorite house that I wanted to live in, the favorite landscape that appeals to me. And then when I got to the end of it, I was expecting a whole analysis. But in the end, what came about was, okay, let's talk about your fragrance. I'd love to know, I'd love to understand more about how my house and visual, you know, visually how I see my life. How does that immediately tell you, oh, this girl requires this type of scent? love to hear what goes on behind the scenes of the quiz. So the, the scent quiz really sort of culminates all the questions. And as I said, the piece of their lifestyle questions. So they, it, it, there's only one question about fragrance, which is what do you like to smell? You know, library books, the ocean, fresh air or baked bread. And based on the answers, they correlate and it tabulates down to fresh, floral, woodsy, or spicy. So when you take the quiz, the answers come to me and the answers come to the person. Um, and it really is very interesting. I have been able to create about 16,000 um, fragrances for people who've taken the quiz. And there's only one time when um, I also ask, you know, please. Uh, name and gender, whatever gender you are. And so I, this one person's name was Sean, and it was spelled S-H-A-W-N, and I didn't see the gender. Maybe they didn't write it or I didn't see it. And I created a fragrance that was a little bit more skewed to a masculine mm -hmm. taste, for instance, fresh and sporty and a little bit um, green and almost you know, uh, woodsy, mm -hmm. as opposed to florals, which it's what most women like. But the truth is that anybody can wear flowers, anybody can wear what seems spicy. Mm -hmm. And when I, I sent it to her and I called out to follow up a week later, I said, Sean, how do you like your fragrance? Oh, I didn't like it at all. It's way too masculine. So I apologized. And I said, okay, so this was a female Sean, not a male Sean. And I reconstructed really it and sent her and she loved it. What's very interesting these days is that more and more men are asking for perfume. And I'm not just saying cologne. So the only reason there's a difference between perfume, eau de parfum, eau de cologne, and eau de toilette is the concentration of fragrance. 
equivalent oil to the formula. And it's just a question of strength. It's not a question there's no male ingredient or female right. ingredient. Mm-hmm. Um, and so women can wear colognes and men can wear perfumes. And now the trend is for more unisex fragrances. Men would love perfumes and florals, and women are happy with spices and woods. It's all over the all over the game, all over the, the field. Wow, that's very interesting. I, I mean, personally, I tend to you know go across yeah. all, all sectors of it too. And I'm I, I'm a seasonal kind of dude. Like I yeah. I, I if it's warm out, I want certain scents. If, if it's if it's rainy and a little cold, you want something a little warm. Yeah. To, to develop you. Yeah, if it's winter, I want something a little different. Right. Um, so we're about to wrap it up here. We have a few other questions. Uh, you are involved with charities and yes. giving back. So how, how has that helped in your business and in your brand? Well, you know, our sense of smell, again, is our most powerful, and it connects to memory and emotion. Mm-hmm. And what is the one aspect that people use when they have a horrible disease called Alzheimer's, they lose their memory. And it is so tragic. And I'm so thankful that yesterday the FDA just talked about having a new Alzheimer's drug to help people with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So it means that it's on the radar. People are really thinking about these terrible diseases that affect not just old people, mm-hmm. but young people too. So I do a lot of help with Alzheimer's Association to raise funds and awareness. And proceeds from my book are going to go to Alzheimer's Association. Okay. Thank you for that. That's so nice. Thank you for supporting the Alzheimer's organization. That's so nice. Um, and my so mom sadly had it, so that's, oh, that's very important to, to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's remarkable. It's really remarkable. And giving back is just, you know, working with gratitude and giving back is such a cornerstone to really – Leading, leading with a fulfilled business and a fulfilled life. So tell us what's next for you. Where can people find you? Do you have any offers or promotions that you want to, you want us to push out for you? We can pop up your website uh, as well. That would be great. You can find me on um, enterprises.com. You can find me on Instagram at centrally Sue on Facebook at Centerprises and centrally Sue. You know, I have quite a few platforms. So if you look at Sue mm-hmm. Phillips fragrance, you'll find me. And I'd be delighted to actually create a fragrance. If somebody wants to um, uh, create a fragrance, go online, take my quiz, and let's see if you're the lucky winner, and I'll create a fragrance for you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, we're so, we're, that. yeah. Tag us. So you know, take a picture. Tag us. us. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's totally. wonderful to see you again. Totally. And you and I have to catch up. Again. Again. <laughs> we have to share adjunct professor stories. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these Thank messages, you, Daniela. Guys. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. Thank you. I wish I could get in there and give that hug with you guys, but that'll have to wait. Look at that. Uh, you to totally like, grab your shoulders for the whole hug. Um, I'm really, what you've been doing is marvelous. Thank you so much for you know, helping people with COVID as well as learning this journey about fragrances. And it really is such a part of our life. Um, we are about to jump into a commercial over here. Hi, everyone. I'm Danielle Platt. I'm a creative connoisseur and I'm known to be a vibrant ball of energy. Welcome to Jungle, my personal collection. For 20 years, I worked at advertising agencies and fashion magazines, building brands that you know, like Skechers and Hugo Boss. I mention this because for the longest time, I wanted to have my own collection. I wanted to create something that had meaning, that had purpose, that made you feel amazing, that would fire you up. This collection, Jungle, came together when a designer friend and I wanted to create something for a gala. It started off with this scarf that you can see that totes spirit animals, coffee, because we live on it, novelty like a hammer, a designer's best friend. It was worn on Zoom screens all around the world, building unity and community, firing people up with energy. The collection jungle has grown, and I'm so excited. We have t-shirts, bags, scarves available for retail and promotional use. I am so excited because this collection is here to remind you to be your ferocious, outrageous self. Tell me what empowers you. It started off with the main message. Stop playing small. Play big. You can have it all. 
Thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoy Jungle, jungleandcoffee.com. I'm Danielle Platt, the designer, creator of the brand. Thank you so much. And remember, be your ferocious, outrageous self. No membership required, no permission needed. Enjoy. And wasn't that a great wasn't that a great story, Daniela? This it feels so great to just not be shooting from 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 my home. I don't know if the world knows, but she and I have been <laughs> we've been shooting this show from home, and just to be on location somewhere else, it, it's super exciting. Yes, you know I've had some retailers and some people say, "Oh, just come shoot from my store," or you know we're about to bring on Mo. I would love to shoot from one of her factories or you know it's really exciting i'm always like is the lighting gonna work is the sound the internet but those are all like logistics just go for it get out there I, you just, know, friends, just, just get back out there whatever you need i think this is really a good time for healing so let's so let's so let's dive in and bring mo let's talk about her yeah let's bring mo and alexis on there hey, hi how are you Good. How are you? Hi. Welcome to Looking Good with Daniela and Tea Coffee. Yes. How are you guys? Good. How are um, you guys? Excellent. I enjoyed watching Sue. Great. Um, I used to be in um, cosmetics and fragrances and worked at, uh, I think I told you guys before, I worked at iMagnin, Saks, mm -hmm. all those right. stores. Yeah. I recall. It was fun. Mm -hmm. So it was yeah, fun what listening. An inspiring to her. story. Mm hmm. And all her yeah, I felt myself videos. sinking in my chair. Like, I could just listen all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah. And I love that her message is being told around the world. I think that, you know, that's, that's having a huge impact on just the world itself, you know, with those people who haven't been able to smell and taste um, for so long because of COVID. Sure, sure. What an amazing way to use her skills. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't experience that. I generally have allergies. So people are like, can you smell this? And I'm like, no, not really. So I'm going to, I feel like same. this is something that would affect me as well. You know, li living here in Los Angeles, there's just so much dirt in our air, believe it or not. I just can never smell anything. So when my husband did lose his sense of smell, it's back now. Oh, wow. but I'm going to talk okay. to him about it also. That's excellent. Um, all right. Well, let me let me introduce you guys. So we have with us Maria Grosinger, also known as as Mo. Mo runs a company called LA Apparel Services. Yes. <laughs> she founded the service located in downtown Los Angeles, which is a space for anyone to turn their idea into reality. And she offers consulting, product development, product management of domestic and overseas production. Mo was so lovely to invite her client, Alexis Reichwald Jones of the Source Apparel to join her today. What's really unique from what I'm gathering is Alexis, you were a nurse, but your dream was to be a I fashion was. designer. And yes. just to give you, a, yeah, just your, that was your dream. And somehow you're going to share with us what was the epiphany that said you are shifting your life and it led you to Mo and Mo helped you bring your dream to reality? Um, the Source Apparel is born out of your personal values of feminism, caring for the earth, body positivity, and justice for all people. So before we dive into our Q&A, Mo, we have a little video of you behind the scenes working at downtown LA and the factories, which truly yeah. gives me like the goosebumps. I love seeing you in action. So why don't we run, let's see you in action. I can't Thank wait you. to see this. Let's look at the video. Really awesome artisans in the LA area as well as beyond. Hi, um, I'm Mo with LA Apparel Services, and we're at the cutting service right now. And it's an exciting time, right? Because now we're in production. So come on in. We encourage you to come to the factory. We encourage you to be part of this process. Well, here we have a pattern and a pattern uh, card. And one of the things that happens when the pattern maker does it on the computer, then it goes straight to uh, grading and we can create the markers from there, which you can see coming out of the machine now and it's been, it becomes the print. So this is the uh, marker which the cutter puts on top of the fabric. 
whether it's hand cut or machine cut, then you're cutting out all those little pieces. This is the swatch card that the cutters have. They know the cuttable width, how many rolls you got in. And so when, when you have your cut ticket, which tells the uh, cutting service how many pieces you want of each garment, in what color, and then they lay it out. being uh, cut by the computer. So now we're taking all those pieces, he'll bundle it by size to take the individual pieces and make sure that when it goes to sewing, they have all the components tied together. So here we have the stack that just came from the cutters. This is all the puzzle pieces to the garment. I, I like to call it the puzzle pieces. Then you can see that at the machine, they're sewing it together. We help people with small manufacturing quantities, but ultimately our goal is to get you so big that you know we're doing thousands of pieces. I've developed a relationship that is so much like a family in LA that everybody's willing to do smaller quantities for me to help you to get started. So you can see goods that are getting ready to go to market. When LA Apparel Service is your partner, we come to the factory. As you can see, as we're finishing up, there's four and five people working on just packaging, trimming, uh, putting labels and hang tags on. So we want to make sure that when this goes into the bag, things are perfect. All the trimming, you can see they're taking all the little threads off. When this is hanging in the store or hanging on the body, it's going to be perfect. When you ask why LA Apparel Services, ultimately it's all the artisans and contractors that do the work and take special care of all of our clients. One of the most important parts of all of this that producing locally does is that it's the sustainability. It puts all of these people to work. When factories were closed, we were making masks and everybody was in the garment industry were able to sustain themselves because we were able to give them another outlet. Even though China was having a hard time keeping up with our supply needed for the mass, we were producing millions here in Los Angeles. When you're producing here, not only are you supporting families that are local, we can be proud of what we're wearing made in the USA. We're here to really develop the quality of product that you want to have and bring out the best creativity out of you with our team. I want you to come to us to check it out, work with the designers that we have, the pattern makers. LA Apparel Services is your team and we will help facilitate you and bring you to market. So let's jump into it. So let's talk about it. So Mo, you shared a bit about yourself earlier this year when, when we spoke with you, but refresh us if you can. So how did you find yourself in the fashion industry and what are some fun lessons you've learned as an entrepreneur? I've learned that I have to go with the flow and not be so resistant to it. Um, that yes. it, it is, it, you know, um, I came from cosmetics. I got thrown into working with um, in the apparel industry, and it took me a long time to learn it, uh, about a year, and I cried every day. And so ultimately my goal is to help uh, people who want to start uh, a business and, uh, and my job is to bring the collective people together, the facilitator, and, and then walk people through it. So we've had uh, in our service, we do uh, for you or with you. And um, Alexis was one of the you know, women uh, who came in and wanted to learn how to do this business and is now running her own company. 
So that is the ultimate goal is that you will uh, not need me forever. And, um, and, but I'm always here for her. Like I'm always just a phone call away and we've become friends and, and things. so um, it, this isn't, it's not an easy business, but um, having somebody in your, on your side and in your court definitely makes it easier. And, you know, there's many people in this uh, area that do the work that I do. And there are a lot of really good people. Um, I know I come from a heart centered space where I really want, um, I, you know, I could have a lot more clients and I could uh, make a lot more money, but really the goal is for me to still stay one-on-one -on -one with the clients. And I do work on other projects that are my own, but when I'm facilitating and working with the clients, I love being there for them. Thank you for yeah, sharing and that. You really are. My heart, my heart completely yeah. relates to the, the, one, the desire to work one-on-one -on -one and work from a place that's completely heart-centered. We have missed fashion. We have missed our friends. And now we are coming back out of hibernation. And people are coming to you with ideas. I'm curious to hear, you know, have you seen any trends that are happening or aha moments, things that are people that are, what are people approaching you with? What kind of ideas are you getting now that people are being reunited and getting back out there and ready to get dressed and see friends? What, are, what trends are you seeing? I think people want to have uh, a little bit uh, dressier, casual, you know, whether they can interchange pieces together. Uh, everybody is still doing, um, a lot of people are still doing Zoom, so they don't feel the need to put on a suit and tie, but um, but they want to look pulled together in color. Um, I still have clients that come and uh, want to do T-shirts. And the fact that you can still make millions doing T-shirts still is like, um, you know, crazy, deliciously good to me. Um, you know, you just need the right timing and the right idea. And um, and what what sets you apart is you, like your personality that's creating the garment, just your passion and how much you are enjoying the process um, and ultimately we know that it takes a while to make your money back and make money. So you got to do for the love of it. Right, Alexis? That's <laughs> so true. Yes. You really do. I mean, and I'm actually wearing a t-shirt under a laser here today. Like you got to, you know, you make it work. And I do yeah. apologize for the noise. Um, upstairs there are parakeets and puppies. <laughs> so I apologize for my background noise, but Let's talk about the apparel business. Uh, the, the apparel community is a family, as you all know. And you, you guys must be excited to see friends again with, with, with the trade shows happening again. How should new brands plan for the buyers or re-entry? And what to expect? Maybe with the COVID. I think, yeah. I um. <laughs> Personally, I think it's really important to get out there and meet people and ask questions, um, you know, uh, find out how and what people are doing uh, to return, uh, what they need for marketing, branding. Talk to talk to people who specialize in the areas that you're not great at. Right. So for me, I can manufacture. I can uh you know, I can pull things together and, and bring it speed to market. But my, uh, you know, thing would be I need help with branding. I need help with doing more of the computer work. So um, know what you need and what you need help with and then find the sources of people that can help you. And there's so many people um, that are very smart at what they do. And it's um, it's your job to find them. But uh, referrals, 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 like, you know, find someone you trust, ask them who they use and, and go go in that direction. Thank you for do dropping what you that. Love. Yeah, do what you love. Yeah. Thank you for dropping that yeah. wisdom. Well, let's talk to Alex, Alexis a little bit, because I know you guys have worked together. So, Alexis, mm -hmm. yeah. you have a brand, The Source Apparel. Many people yes, I know... Right dream of quitting their day job and building their dream about a fashion line but very few people very few people do it 
but you did. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your journey. What caused you to leave nursing? How did you find Mo and where are you at? Yeah. So I was a nurse for 11 years and I, I I didn't dislike nursing. Um, If I had done that for my whole career, that would have been okay for me. But fashion was this little thing in the back of my head that was always my what if, like, what if I'd pursued that? I always loved clothes. I always loved, um, I love that clothes are art that you can wear and everyone wears and that there's so much opportunity for personal expression, um, both for the maker and wearer. And I just think that's a really fascinating art form. So that was always my what if. um, And I got to a point in my healthcare career where if I was going to do it, it was a good time. Um, So I took the leap. I, um, I had a couple of jobs going at that time. I actually had my own business in healthcare. I quit my job. I shut down my practice. Uh, I went to fashion school. Um, and the goal was always to have my own brand because I knew that I liked working for myself. So when I got out of school, uh, I went in the industry a little bit to make, I made a few connections, but after a little while, I was I felt ready to start my own brand. And also I was aware that I didn't have a huge network. I didn't have years and years of experience. And to be honest, the (laughs) Mo and I can't quite figure out how we came into each other's lives. (laughs) I had her card and a stack of cards in my desk. And I had talked to several people uh, at this point and none of them were right. And I was feeling a little frustrated and disappointed. And I found her card. And so I just sent her an email and she was the first person that I uh, that got me, and I felt like even me and believed in my brand and thought I could do it and spoke my language. And so from there, it was really a no-brainer to go on the journey together of starting my brand. Mm-hmm. And I want, and, and I'd also like to say one of the things that when Alexis came in. Um, was that she wanted to be inclusive. She wanted to uh, work with plus sizes as well as the traditional, um, you know, sizing. So she had, you know, she really took care in that and, um, and, and wanted to make sure she didn't even, we had finished one, um, the traditional sizing first, and but she wouldn't launch until, you know, we had the plus sizes too. So she was... Um, she felt like once she set up her website, she wanted to send the message and the message was she was inclusive and she really um, is environmentally concerned. And she has all these things that are you know, so beautiful about what she wanted to create that being um, a person that was able to support her and her vision was, uh, was actually um, really a great thing for us to be able to help her and um and find her way so and she does have beautiful things very comfortable things thank you thank you you guys want to talk a little bit about your collection like what surprised you along the way tell us a little bit about your collection what surprised you along the way um let's see so a few things that came up um, although the fashion industry is becoming more and more size inclusive and more and more, more and more environmentally conscious, um, it still is not the norm in the industry. So when I would talk to different people involved in making or marketing my clothes, I would say things like, I don't want to use a plastic poly bag, which is like the poly bag that the bag, that, the clear bag that your clothes come in, like when you shop online. Um, I said things like, I, I don't want to use that. I don't think it's necessary for my particular way of doing business because I'm sending the things out myself. Um, it, there are a lot of moments where talking to people like that, there was sort of this do not compute, like people would have a hard time understanding. And I explain a little more and people would get there, but there was a lot mm-hmm. of um, kind of battle around things like that or things like uh, I'm going to offer this style in sizes extra small through three X and even though that actually means I have to create two different patterns and I have to do basically have to make the whole style twice because you can't just size all the way up and all the way down. The proportions don't remain the same throughout the sizes. Uh, people had a really hard time with why, why are you doing that? Are you going to charge the same price for all the sizes? 
why don't you just do some and then launch the rest later? Um, so really, uh, it was interesting to me to see how the, how some of those norms in the fashion industry are still at play. But also as I went through the process, I, I was seeing, and I could just see the industry changing uh, as more and more designers espouse these values. So that was really cool. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a conversation all the time about body inclusivity, size inclusivity, sustainability, circularity, like what can we do to make things better? And, and that's our responsibility as just being fashion apparel insiders. What can we do every day to just be 1% better? And I love, you know, no poly bags, wrapping things like little roll-ups with sausages, like sausages. There's so many different ways you can do things. But you have to have that ethos that you want to actually do that. So just, I'm curious, and, and this is for both of you, you know, you've been able to do it all, for, oh, specifically Mo, like you've been able to do it all from sample creation to full to full production, philanthropy, Pilates, like how do you do it all? And um, I'm curious to know also like how you do it all, but I'm also with Alexis, like, you know, along the journey, how has Mo's expertise been able to help you build your sustainable brand? Kind of two questions together. Okay, so um, Alexis has actually taken my Pilates classes. We've done that together. And um, for, you know, to giving back in this environment um, is, ju is it's just the norm now, right? So um, when somebody wants advice, I'm more than happy to give advice and um, if they want to work with me, then, you know, then great. But I'm willing to help anybody that wants that help. Um, I don't have to touch myself to you, uh, but I'm, I am somebody in the industry that has um, information. And uh, it's, information is only good if I can share it with you. So uh, what I would tell people is, that, you know, if you want to email me or look onto my website and send me a message, if you have a question, uh, please ask um, I'm, and I'll send you my calendar and you can have a 20 minute consultation. And, um, if we're not sustainable and if we're not taking care of each other, then it's really nothing. And during the COVID, um, my most important aspect was making sure that my factories were being taken care of. And, um, yes. they actually did really well doing masks, right? So <laughs> they actually they made doing masks. So we're here, like, you know, all of us are here and um, more than happy to help anybody that wants um, that extra little booster. Um, I have the energy. Okay. First of all, like I'm, I have the energy. You can call me, text me anytime. Um, she does. And, uh, I, I want to thank you. You don't even you know what it feels like to like sit still. <laughs> Right. It's a, it's I know. I feel the same way here too. We want to Alexa. thank you, Mo and Alexis, for coming coming on this thank afternoon. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you, both of you. Love you guys. Love you yeah. too. Um, I just want to ask Alexis, did we did we put up your website? I want to make sure that everybody sees your website, and I want to oh, thank you, you guys for me. coming on the show. <laughs> Where can people Thanks. find you? you and can find Sure. WeTheSource.com, uh, WeTheSource.com is our website and online shop. And then we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at WeTheSource. Sure. And I think you have some offers. You have a sale coming up. Do you want to mention about it? Yes. We have a 35% off sale going right now through Friday. We hardly ever do site-wide sales. So take advantage. Come shop with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. So Terrence, would you like to close us out? So thank you. So we hope you loved, love our show. We're so happy to be back and please support us by contributing monthly on our website. Follow the show at looking good with Danielle and T coffee by following each of us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Danielle Laplatte and Terrence Antonio and or Terrence coffee. We, again, we are here to inspire you to create, innovate, and be the best you. And we will see you until the next time. Stay fashion, fashionable. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm Daniela Platt. This is a treat. We are here. We produce events, projects. We have our show. Join us. Come on. As Taryn said, come on. Looking good with Daniela and Tea Coffee. We will see you soon. And just a reminder, if you want my ebook, it's free at daniellaplatt.com. Thank you. Bye.